Are you talking to me? Hi, I'm Neil Headley. Welcome to the Voice in My Head for Monday, April 25th, 2022. For most media, we're told that connection is key. Gotta connect with your audience, they say. Me included. But it's possible that you're subconsciously torpedoing that connection with some of the very first words out of your mouth. The good news? It's very easy to correct. It might just involve breaking some habits that aren't serving you. You've probably done it. I know I have. And many of the people we might look up to as content creators do it. If I wanted to put a happy spin on it, I'd say that we get so wrapped up in thinking about the audience and who's watching or listening that we forget how they watch or listen. The truth is, though, that it's probably something we're doing out of laziness, out of habit, or, as was the case recently with one of my coaching clients, it's because nobody's ever pointed it out to us before. Now, it's important for this conversation that you stay with me to the end, because I'm going to put a bow on this at the end that will hopefully forever cement this idea into your psyche. Look, if we're talking about normal consumer behavior, we're told that people who are actively listening to spoken word audio, whether that's radio, podcasts, or audiobooks, they're usually listening alone. And that makes sense when you think about it, because When's the last time you grabbed the left AirPod, you gave a friend the right AirPod, and you proceeded to listen to nine hours of an audiobook together? And when I say actively listening, I mean actually listening to content instead of hearing it, because there's a difference. If you're rocking out to Don't Stop Believing by Journey with your friends in the car and you turn down the volume when the DJ comes on, well, you're not listening to the spoken word part anymore. You might hear it, but you're no longer paying attention. Some forms of spoken word content are created in an environment where a group of people are watching or listening together. TV talk shows, for example. Even now, because I think all of them are back to being done in front of a live studio audience. So Letterman would look out from the stage and sure he saw some cameras, but he also saw a couple of hundred people 30 feet away looking back at him. When Kimmel tells a joke, he hears them laugh. When Ellen starts one of her dance routines, the crowd gets into it too, and if you're in the studio audience there, the energy is electric. So if you grew up on a steady diet of Carson and Letterman like I did, you got used to seeing the host of a show say things like, All right, folks, here's who's on the show tonight. Or hearing Stephen Colbert refer to the audience as my friends and virtually everyone from the Don Pardo announcer types on Saturday Night Live to carnival barkers, often addressing a crowd by calling them ladies and gentlemen. Well, you know, except at Disney. Now, for Letterman, calling the audience folks makes sense because that's what he sees. But when you're doing your radio show, or your podcast. How many people do you see in the audience? Right. Zero. <laughs> when you're writing the script for your radio commercial, how many audience members are actually looking back at you? Right. Exactly none. So who are we talking to when we say folks? 
if we open our show by saying, hi, guys, um, what guys? I can't tell you the number of times I've heard someone open a show by saying, hey, everybody. Let's remember, whether it's a podcast, the morning show on my favorite station, or a radio commercial, what we're trying to build is a connection. A connection to a person who will hopefully feel so connected to us that, I mean, sure, they're entertained and they want to hear more from us, but a connection that's strong enough to earn a recommendation to someone else they are connected to. But if you're referring to everybody, and I'm in the car by myself, you've just reminded me that you're not really talking to me. I'm incidental. I'm disposable. My friend Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting talks about this in terms of those YouTube videos where the creator reminds you to hit the bell and click subscribe, except that if I've already hit the bell and clicked subscribed, you just reminded me that this is a recording and you're not really sharing something with me. You were just talking into a camera and I happened to digitally eavesdrop. Okay, but here comes the part that I asked you to stay through the end for, because I think Look, if I haven't convinced you about this yet, this might be the thing that does the trick because if you believe I'm nitpicking with this notion, and you might, think of it this way. You and I are friends in real life who haven't hung out since the 45 minutes we spent together a week ago. You know where I'm kind of going with that, right? So now I see you walking down the street and I come up to you and I shake your hand and I say, hey, everybody, what's up? I mean, are you seriously going to tell me that there would be no disconnect for you in that moment? And if the two of us, just the two of us, kept having a conversation and I kept addressing you as folks, and a couple of times I even called you ladies and gentlemen, are you honestly not going to wonder what the f*** is wrong with me? But if I invite you into my car or into my AirPods for 45 minutes, The connection is arguably even more intimate than a walk down the street. So don't alienate me. Not if you're really looking for connection or engagement or whatever it is you want from me. That is it for episode 14 of The Voice in My Head. You know, maybe you and I should get connected. And if time or geography end up being in the way, look, we can still grab some time together. If you can picture a conversation in person where you would be inspired to pick up the tab for the coffee, feel free to buy me a virtual coffee to say thanks. Just go to buymeacoffee.com slash NOP. And NOP is spelled K-N-O-P-P. You can also find a transcript of this episode, a bunch of other goodies at NOPstudios.com. But look, as far as making a U-sized hole in my schedule for whatever the reason, drop me a note. Maybe there's something I can do to help. My email address, neil at NOPstudios.com. Until next time, thanks for listening to The Voice in My Head. I'm Neil Headley.